Hey, hey, y'all. Elise Smith here, and welcome to the Socially Awesome Podcast, where we empower mompreneurs to implement simple social media strategies into their businesses and elevate their online presence. I'm a mompreneur of three, an affiliate marketer, a network marketer, an influencer, a social media marketing agency owner, and your personal guru. I am here to give you tips, tricks, and tools that you need to build your social media business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I am so excited to be here with you today. Let me just take two seconds to make sure. Ah, There you go. I have on the other screen. I wanted to make sure I'm in the right place. Uh, You never know what StreamYard it has left me hanging before. So if you are joining today, I am going to be talking all about humanizing your brand online. Okay. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and then we'll just dive right into the content. But first I want you to drop me a comment. Allison. All right. Allison's like, I see you. I got you. You're in the right place. Okay. I was going to say, drop me a comment. If you're watching, let me know where you're watching from. I am in Kill, Mississippi. We've got one stoplight, very small area on the coast of Mississippi, but I am excited to be here with you guys today. I've been part of the gold digger community for I guess about a year now, watched on the outskirts for a little bit and did a lot of different challenges. Um, and then, of course, I um, I just started building my business with, with Kimberly and the team, and it's just been insane. So a little bit about me for those that haven't met me before. Um, I left corporate one year ago in June, so a lot can happen. Your life can change a lot in one year, and I, I'll talk about that today. But I have seen, I would say, pretty quick success in social media. Okay. And I'm going to give you all the tips to that today through humanizing your brand online, because that's one thing I did in the corporate space. And I think I did really well incorporating into my business. Okay. So a little bit about me, you'll notice my brand is spelled A-U-S-O-M-E. Obviously I am not in Australia. A lot of people have that question. Um, I was in corporate. I did social media marketing for the largest franchise of Domino's pizza in the U S. So I managed somewhere around 180, um, online assets on all platforms. So Facebook, Yelp, Google, my business, all the things. Um, so I learned very quickly about managing online assets, social media marketing, marketing in general, all things digital. But I also learned how to humanize a brand because my job, um, even though we were Domino's pizza franchise, my job was not to sell pizza through marketing. Um, a lot of people think that you know, I would market pizzas. And of course I, I did. I, I, we did have some posts around the food. We're a food place. Um, but my job was to market jobs because Domino's corporate, what a franchisee pays for is the marketing of the food, of the pizza. My job was to market jobs. Why would people want to work here? Because without people working there, we couldn't serve the pizza, right? So that's why I would say I'm, I'm pretty equipped and, and knowledgeable to help you with humanizing your brand online. And I did leave corporate a year ago. I told you that. I got to a place like many of you where I was, I was kind of backed into a corner. I have a child on the autism spectrum, which is why my branding is spelled that way. And I very often found myself having to turn down therapy options or things that he needed because they fell during the day in the middle of a meeting, right? Uh, A meeting that should have been an email. Can I get an amen in the comments? Okay. But I very often was, I'd have to tell the providers, like, I can't make that. I can't make that appointment. Do you have another time available? And I was, I was having to make these decisions and um, he was going into kindergarten. He just finished kindergarten. Uh, But early last year, 
he was going into kindergarten and I knew it was time for me to make a move. So I left corporate and I'll tell you in case you're watching before I jump into the content really quick. If you're watching and you're scared, I don't want to tell you to leave a job until you're, you know, on two feet. Um, I did, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you it's possible guys. So I want you to know, and, and that's not everyone's goal, right? Some of us are just trying to grow something else in addition to our job, but whatever you're looking for, it's possible because I walked into my supervisor's office a year ago and said, I can't do this anymore. Um, and, and handed in my, I gave four weeks notice and I left and I said, I don't know what I'm do, but I know I've got high income skills and I can make them work. So you can make this work. So let's dive right in. I'm going to give you five tips today to humanize your brand online. So building a successful brand online goes beyond showcasing your products, or your services. And you know that if you're in this group and you've been absorbing the content, if you have done any social media marketing research at all, you know, it goes beyond what you have for sale. You have to provide that value, right? It's about connecting with your audience on a personal level, making them feel heard, valued, understood. But humanizing your brand can help you create genuine, lasting relationships with your customers, okay? So let me know in the comments if, if you are struggling or you feel like you're struggling or you have in the past with attracting your ideal client, right? Maybe you're growing your audience um, and then you're finding that, well, I grew 500 followers, but I didn't, you know, none of them were my clients. None of them bought anything for me. There could be a mix of issues there, right? Maybe you're not marketing that you have something for sale. Maybe we need to work on that. But a lot of times it's, it's disconnection between the alignment of who you are as a person and as a brand and how you're actually marketing it. Um, so I'll tell you, it's very important for you to build from an authentic standpoint, a humanized standpoint from day one. Because if not, you're gonna build this big thing, right? This big brand unaligned. You're gonna feel stressed all the time because you're gonna feel like I'm doing all the things and nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody's connecting with me. I, you know, you're gonna feel out of alignment, but then you're also going to not, when you actually do get those people in your DMs or you're having those conversations, they're going to realize, or you're going to realize they're not really the person I want to work with, or they're going to realize she's not the person I thought she was. That's what you want to avoid, right? So you want to build it authentically from day one. Now, I'm telling you to go out in your PJs all the time and, you know, not, not, not work and posture up. No, you need to have some posture but it's not all about being pretty and aesthetic all the time. It's about being real, raw, relatable, and authentic, okay? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I'm gonna share some practical tips and strategies with you to help you achieve that. Um, but before we begin, let's take a moment to define what it means to humanize your brand. Because I've had a couple of people ask me that in the past, what do you mean by humanize? Like, what does he mean? You want your brand to have a personality. You want it to have empathy, authenticity, Okay. So when, when people see your branding, you want them to feel something and I'll give you a good example. And I, unfortunately the lighting in my office is not the best, but when people see this color come across their social media, nine times out of 10, they're going to think about me. Yeah. If they're, if, if they're my feed, if they're my friend on Facebook, I have associated this teal blue color scheme with me. And they, what they're going to feel is they're going to be like, oh, she, she tells the truth. 
she's bold. I was recently at the Gold Digger um, uh, trip in Destin, and <laughs> I had a bunch of women call me a badass, and I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm going for. I, wa I want to be known as the person that says what everyone else is too scared to say. Got in trouble for it a lot in my life. But I now am my own boss and I get, I get to do that. And that's because I want people to know that I'm going to tell you the truth so that I can help you overcome whatever you're struggling with. Okay. So the, I have humanized my brand. It's not just socially awesome. It, people feel a boldness from me. They feel an authenticity from me. They feel connected. Like they can come in my DMs and have a conversation with me. It involves showing the human side of your business and making those real connections with your audience. It's about treating your customers as individuals and creating that emotional bond with them. It goes way beyond transactions. And that's when you start to see that success. If people feel like they're just another number or just another transaction, they don't, they don't stick around for that. So that's what you need to learn. So tip number one, let's dive right in, is sharing your story. Every one of you have a unique story. Every brand has a unique story behind it right? A story that helps your audience relate to a brand, your brand on a deeper level. So obviously I told you mine, AUSOME. I have a child on the autism spectrum. It's, an, it's a wordplay. Um, it's, it's the reason I left corporate and started this brand. Think about some brands that you know, like, and trust that you buy from regularly. And what's that story behind them? So let me know in the comments, what is the story behind your brand? What is that story? What are some brands that you love and the story behind them? We all remember when like Tom's, the shoes came out, right? The story behind it. For every pair that was purchased, there was a pair given overseas, right? That's the story behind the brand. You all know some kind of brand that you support. We also have brands that we stop supporting because they stop with, they, 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 interject and we don't trust them anymore, right? You all know what's going on right now in politics and I will not get into that, but there's multiple brands, not just this year, in the last five years that I've stopped supporting because they quit aligning with my family's values. I just won't buy them anymore. Your customers will do the same thing. So that's one reason it's very important for you to, to figure out those values now and build a brand on them. Now, when you get to a big status, like some of these big corporations right now in the media, um, or even like Nike a couple years ago, right? When you get to that status, you know, it gets, the, the waters get a little, you know, a little, a little white cappy there. But right now you have the control. You are building something. So it's very important that you align it with your values. People love stories. So use your online platforms to share your journey, your challenges, your triumphs that lead up to the creation of your brand, not just this pretty perfect polished thing. This transparency humanizes your brand. It makes you more relatable to your audience. Now, you can do this in a multitude of ways. Sometimes I go live and I got no makeup on and my hair is in a bun and I'm like, look, guys, you're here for what's up here, right? Not for what this looks like. But there's other ways, like behind the scenes in my stories. I do a lot of, I actually made a post on my wall 30 minutes ago. You go watch it. 
or go go check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the surprise to you. That's behind the scenes. That's showing the real truth. Now, some people are scared to be that vulnerable, but once you get over that fear and you just do it, it will pay off. It will pay off every single time. I made a post a year ago that was super, like super engagement, like several hundred likes, several hundred comments, like one of the best performing posts I ever had. And I was sitting here crying at my desk and I had never intended on sharing that picture. I took, do you ever take a photo of something? Cause you want to remember it. Right. I took a photo of me crying at my desk. I don't know, maybe like November of last year. Right. And, and my business was growing. I wasn't feeling like I was getting all the things figured out. Um, I, I was in severe pain. I had neck surgery in January of this year. Um, still having some pain, but it's better. And I was in so much pain sitting at this desk 12 hours a day going, what did I do? Right. I got to figure this out. And I took a picture because I said a year from now, I'm going to look back at this. and I'm going to be like, man, I killed it. Right. I needed evidence that I had overcome it. And you know what? Uh, something spoke to me a week later to post it. So I posted it and shared with people like, look, it might look on my feed like I got all my things together, but nine times out of 10, I'm sitting here crying at my desk. Like I'm in pain, but I, I got to make this work. I don't have a backup plan. And people loved it because it was being vulnerable. It was being transparent. So one the big, the tip is to share your story, but you also need to refine it. Okay. So make sure that you're, you have your story down, you know what you stand for and you know how to share it and then go share it. The whole truth. Okay. Tip two is use conversational language. So when you're communicating with your audience online, it's essential to be conversational. So especially nowadays, a lot of us are using AI. I use AI every single day, like multiple times a day. Sometimes just to generate ideas because we get a brain fog or we get overwhelmed, right? I use it all the time. But AI can a lot of times be overly formal or it can, it can put out corporate language. Now, there's some really good tools that you could say, write me this in this tone or whatnot. But always avoid being overly formal, using that corporate language, things that people don't relate to or don't understand. It creates that barrier between you and your customers, so instead, you want to speak in a way that makes them feel like they're having a conversation with you. So a lot of times people will read my content. I got a ton of dot, dot, dots. I got a ton of like in parentheses because that's like, you know, you're I'm writing a sentence and then in parentheses, I'll put like my thoughts or something. You know, you can go check out content or whatever. But a lot of times people will be like, that's not formal writing. Social media is not formal, guys. Sorry. It's not like some of the most, some of the largest content creators use a lot of social media acronyms that I don't even use. I don't even understand. I probably got a Google half of them, but like, uh, they just, you know, RN, do y'all know what RN stands for right now? Yeah. I'm like, what, the, what they said? Like, but that's, they're speaking to their audience that understands that. So don't worry about it being perfect or or formal or postured. Nine times out of 10, there's going to be a typo in my content. Can, I can guarantee you. We use Grammarly and all the things for a lot of my clients' content. But for my own, I, I do my content on my wall and it's probably got a typo in it because I got fat fingers and I'm like, bum, 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 type in it really quick, right? Is what it is. Is what it is. I do not sit here and stress about it being perfect. Done is perfect.
getting it out there is perfect. I have also trained myself to go back and read it three times after I posted it to fix any of those typos because that's just how it's going to work. But that's human. That's normal. Nobody's perfect. So use that conversational language and speak in a way that makes people feel like they're having that conversation with you. Okay. It, it builds that no like and trust factor that you hear about all the time. And it fosters that sense of familiarity so that they're familiar with you, that you, you're somebody that I, I have people in my DMS all the time that say that they feel like they've known me forever. And when in fact, I've only been in business for a year. It just is what it is. Okay. Tip number three, engage in those conversations. So I did an entire live on this the other day because I hear so often about attraction marketing, attraction marketing, attraction marketing. Okay. Attraction marketing is a real thing. Okay. The law of attraction is a thing, but it's very passive. And if you wait on attraction marketing to build your business, you're going to be waiting forever. Okay. You got to start having those conversations with people. And nine times out of 10, you need to start, you need to start by creating those conversations. That's just how it is. So you've got to engage with people for them to engage back, but keep it authentic. So remember, social media is meant to be social. Take the time to engage with your audience by responding to their comments, their messages. If they leave you a review of some sort, right? Testimonial. Show genuine interest in their opinions, their questions, their concerns. But by having those authentic conversations, you're going to demonstrate that your brand cares about its customers. You're going to demonstrate that you value their feedback and there is a way that you can provide support to them when needed. So a couple ways to do this, ask for testimonials at, at all costs, anytime that any opportunity you get. Okay. Even if you do a free training in your community, just like I'm doing a training right now, ask people, Hey, drop in the comments, what you thought about this training tonight. I would love to know. You can screenshot their comments. By the way, when I'm done, drop in the comments and let me know what you think about, <laughs> about today's training. But you can screenshot that and use that in your stories and use that to help build your brand. One thing that I have recently started asking people to do is go, if they got any value out of my podcast episodes, share it in their stories. Leave me a review. I would love to hear what you, what you want to learn about. I asked that in my Facebook group. You should all be doing the same thing. If you have a group, which you should, um, Kimberly does great trainings on getting your group up and running. Um, that's actually when I got into her programs was um, the Facebook Profit Secrets Challenge she did last July or June, something like that. But I will tell you, in that group, I ask at least twice a week. I have posts that go out and I'll say, what would you like to learn next? If I did a training on Trello, would that benefit you? Like I prompt them and ask what they want to know from me. You should be engaging in that. That's, that's asking them to engage with me. So then when they comment, say, yes, I, I don't understand Trello labels. That is a way for me to create that conversation without being, you know, spammy or salesy. I'll go in there, go in their DMs and say, hey, I'm going to do a training next Wednesday on Trello. I'd love, I'll tag you in it to make sure you don't miss it. Um, let me know if you have any questions after that, and I can I can elaborate on anything that I might miss. Like, get, create the conversation. Create that teaser or that curiosity so people will ask you, okay? Keep it real and authentic. That's it. Then to be salesy. 
Number four, feature your team and your customers. Okay, so if you're in network marketing, um, even if you're not in network marketing, um, I have VAs. I have people that work with me. Um, maybe you're you have a brick and mortar business. Whatever that looks like, spotlight other people to introduce your team members. Give them you know a platform and share their experience and, and expertise. The same with your customers. So. If you have a customer that has a great testimonial, no matter if you're selling a health and wellness product, you're helping people get eyelashes or whatever you're doing, ask them to send you a 30 second video or ask them if you can share their before and after. But by showcasing people behind your brand, you're creating that sense of fam you know, family and humanizing your brand. People want to know what other people think about your brand. So consider featuring user generated content too. So like if you are in network marketing or you, you are a, a product-based um, business, ask people to send you pictures. Hey, when you get, you know, you could sell jewelry and say, hey, when you get your earrings, I'd love if you'd send me a selfie of you wearing them. I'd love to spotlight you or I'd love to share. It's user-generated content. People believe people. People buy from people. Okay, so it's very not your logo. They buy from people. So consider featuring some user-generated content from your customers. It not only highlights your satisfied customers, but like I said, it shows that genuine relationship between your brand and its audience. And then tip number five, show empathy and support. Okay, so empathy is crucial when humanizing your brand. Um, it shows your audience that you're actively listening to them and you're understanding their pain points and you're offering support and solutions. So I just used my Trello, my Trello training as an example. Um, I had several people in my Facebook group that were like, yeah, you know, you, we, we got your Trello board from your hero content, a training I had done two months ago. They're like, we just don't know how to use Trello. I'm like, oh God, I'm giving out Trello boards and nobody knows how to use Trello. <laughs> like, Ooh. So I was like, okay, we're going to do a Trello training. We're going to go even a step further. Right? So I listened to them. I listened to them. And that's that's part of what you need to do. If I have three people, heck, even two people, ask me about the same thing, I'm going to create a training on it. That's two potential customers. Even if they're not going to become customers, that's value that I'm putting out there. And then that content stays forever. So a year from now, when somebody's like, man, I just can't figure out Trello, boom. I'm going to tag them in that Trello training I did. That content stays forever. So really think about active listening. What resources can you create? And how can you timely, you know, give them that assistance timely? Because sure, I could tell them, go YouTube Trello. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. But they might spend hours on YouTube, whereas I could take 20 minutes and do a quick training and create content that's going to help more people. And that's going to stay in my group forever and ever and ever. So that's demonstrating that you genuinely care about your customers, their well-being, your want and help, strengthen their emotional connection, and, and with your brand, right? So humanizing your brand is all about building those authentic connections, sharing your story, use conversational language, engage in authentic conversations, feature your team and your customers, and showing empathy and support, okay? You can create a brand that resonates deeply with your customers, People connect with people, not just products or services. So take the time to humanize your brand and let your authentic self shine through in your online interactions.
All right. So that is all that I have for you guys today. Um, I think, I think I'm a 30 minute time, time frame. So let me know in the comments if you have any questions at all. I would love to, you know, answer them for you. Anybody that watches this replay, still drop your questions. I will ask that you tag me. So it makes it a little easier for me to find your your, your comment so I can help come back because I can come back for um, and answer it in the comments. And then I would love to know if you got any value out of today. Drop it in the comments for me. I'd love to see that. And then um, I do have a Facebook group that I'd like to invite you as well. If you are open and, and like to learn a little bit more about the trainings, I do trainings on Tuesdays and Thursdays, sometimes Wednesdays, sometimes three times a week. I don't know. In my group, Socially Awesome Entrepreneurs, you can you can visit my Facebook page uh, or my profile and um, and find the link to that just about anywhere. So with that being said, I'll give it two more seconds, see if we have any questions. And if not, I'll come back and answer them. But hope you got a value out of today. Don't see any questions. So God, bye guys. Make it simple, make it social and make it awesome. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm Elise Smith, your host. And let me tell you how you can get a free social media audit from me. Make sure that your profile is optimized and you're ready to build. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me. You can find my handle in the show notes. I will share it to my entire audience and you will be entered to win one of the five free audits that I'll be doing every single month. Number two, if you found any value out of this episode or any of my episodes at all, please feel free to leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give. Lastly, make sure you check out the link to get into my free community, Socially Awesome Entrepreneurs. It's in the show notes. We go live in there weekly with guest trainings and more. Until next time, make it simple, make it social, and make it awesome.